0: at what point are you guys burnt out because after I'm, I'm here weekend. at 27 <laughs> and after pride weekend of this year i think in my mind i was like i'm burnt on the sex i'm burnt on the drugs i'm burnt on the circuit how much sex I'm did y'all have that weekend it. we don't need to know um <laughs> <laughs> well i didn't <laughs>
1: Welcome to The Gayly Dose, the weekly podcast made for and by gay men and
0: their allies. We're a podcast with a mission elevated conversation with the hopes of building a deeper sense of community in the gay world.
2: Shall it's time to come take your Gayly Dose.
0: Welcome to the
1: Gayly Dose. This is Helm with the Magalski. I'm here with my good friend.
2: Hello, my loves. It is Dante Adonis-Rhodes, as always. And do not forget to check us out online at thegaylydose.com, on any social media platform by searching at Pod, and anywhere you can find podcasts by searching for The Gayly Dose, and give us a five-star review, even if you don't like us.
1: Yes, please. And we have for you dolls, obviously, sitting here between us today. Um, our guest for the episode, Mr. Jake Jones.
0: Hello, hello. Thank you guys for having me. We're so excited it's to have pleasure. you. It's a pleasure. This feels special. It I have feels a, like a beginning.
2: One of my real-life friends sitting next to me. Yeah. A, a real-life friend. A real-life friend. You know,
0: you know, fraudulence is my middle name, so if you want to say that, feel free. <laughs> real-life friend. We've known each other for two weeks. Okay. Two weeks, <laughs> it's two. been
2: a little bit longer than two no, weeks. Playing. I've t- known Dante shady, for a while. Shady, Thank
0: shady, shady Miss thing over here. is
1: Jake Fraudulence Jones. That's right. Right, yes.
2: that's right.
1: She's fraud Barbie. Fraud Barbie. Fraud Barbie. <laughs> what's it? What's the deal with the fascination with Barbie? Because I hear
0: you say, like, you just love Barbie or do you have a thing? What is it? It's obviously, I think, an ode to Nicki Minaj for me. With oh, anything. you like Nicki Minaj. Lo- love Nicki, but it goes way beyond. I think I just started with, I've got coworkers of mine that I'm just like, that's interesting. That's great. That's Barbie. And so many of my coworkers were like, I understand you on an intrinsic level. Okay. So I just ran with it. <laughs> So that's so Barbie. Then it, be- then it became a lifestyle for me where anything good was Barbie. Help. So <laughs> and- So Barbie's good. Like Barbie's Barbie, Like like, like flow Millie that's Barbie. Okay. Mohelmu, I see I see the gears really grinding. Well yeah,
1: because first of all and- I'm going like that's a doll. And then I'm like, I mean, I but I'll so be like, Wait, that like works perfect, Totally. So okay. it's like that's doll. That's, which is doll, like, that's, that's cute, doll. That's cute That's Barbie. C- okay.
0: And then like even taking it the next level. I'm gonna cry. When when moments feel like they need a little more specific. Yeah. Right. So you can be like, well, that's like astronaut Barbie. So if that was intense. Oh, that's like intense. If that was intelligent and good, that was chemist's Barbie, astronaut Barbie. Oh gosh, I love it. <laughs> and as Dante knows, it's really anything you make it.
2: It is. I toss love it, 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 it up and throw it out there, girl. Give
0: it a year, I'll be on to something else. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I get love
2: it. one of my most fascinating things to me about the gay community is how we come up with lingo that just does not make sense to the average mind. Because I have all kinds of things like that. Is but this then true. You,
0: then you'd be shocked about how many people pick it up.
2: Exactly. People just start saying
0: it. Oh, I have people all around me that now are saying Barbie. Yeah. Give no, it a I couple of weeks and you might.
1: I get No, I, I think I might, you know. Seriously, but I, I will say we all do that. And it's interesting cuz we do it in the business world, but I think I do think it's an observation in the gay world. We do it like to uh, almost like each person's their own individual creator. Completely agree. Not everyone, but some of us. Like, I mean, like what ways niece? in the business world? Yes, niece. No, I think like, you know, um let's uh let's take that offline. Bill, let's take that offline. Or you've got, you know, I'm my double click. You know?
2: Yeah, okay. Hamu does say that he's he hasn't said it as much recently we first started this podcast, it was always double clicked. Every click. third sentence he was like, let's double click into, into that. And double click and when oh, I double click.
0: Let's deep dive, double click. Yeah. But it was about right.
2: everything. About anything and everything. Like let's double click. And okay. the way she double clicked, and the way I just double clicked.
0: Mm-hmm. I might take that over next week. Yeah, you can. Okay. You're thank welcome you. To is, that, that. is that Barbie? So, is that Barbie? I think that's a
1: Double click Barbie. Barbie. Double click Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> yeah. is Barbie's hair. Uh so dolls, we we have Jake here to, we're going to talk a little bit about expectations in the gay world and kind of breaking through those expectations. It's kind of our topic to, uh, to go, but let's just start off with a little bit of, just a little bit of Jake. Give us a little bit of a flavors to how you became Jake Jones, the
0: Barbie we know and love the Barbie we know and love. Well, I, it really started two years ago. I renamed myself. My real name is just boring as can be. So
2: you like legally changed it to Jake Jones? No, I did
0: not legally change shit. (laughs) I don't have time to do that, nor the cash. (laughs) But for me, I wanted to start this YouTube channel two years ago. And I said to myself, my real name is gross. I could go by my real name. Nobody has it. But I was like, let me think of something that's like fun, love and alliteration. So I kind of like factory produced Jake Jones and it just felt cute. Had this ring to it. Cute. Um, But that's when I launched my YouTube channel. And I wanted to launch this YouTube channel that was just fun and humorous and shut off my personality. And two years later... It has the smallest following on the internet <laughs> no it <laughs> does not
2: it is so entertaining
1: i <laughs> well, love
0: it i'm glad you like it i enjoy doing it so Me so much your
2: youtube channel is cute though you mm-hmm. do a little live streams for the releases of the big albums yeah. and artists and singles and i think that's fun it's entertaining and people yes. do watch it yeah they so do. much
0: music is in it because i live and breathe music so there's no way that couldn't touch my channel but i think when you get into the grittiness of it there's so much good produced humor I mean, there's a few videos on my channel that I'm still so proud of to this day that are just so funny, and I could really see coming a talk show moment at some point. Yeah. I don't know. I I wish that for you. But it's been this incredible creative outlet that I've just run with, and... Now people in the city know me as Jake Jones, and if that's it, that's cute. Come on, people yeah. in the city, we love just, to see the city. It. <laughs> just the city, just the city. and then Germany oh, yeah. and Brazil. Right, I, I remember that.
2: Germany yeah, and Brazil, <laughs> Brazil love. She's an in
0: international <laughs> affair.
2: Come on, Mr. Yeah. International. But that's
0: kind of how I came about. I mean, still yeah. so amateur at it all.
2: How did you come out of the closet? I don't know this story.
0: Well, you know, there's not much of a narrative to it. I've heard you guys as though. Yes. Mine is so much more privileged, in my opinion. What's a blessing? I really feel like I had a 21st century coming out of this closet story. My mom has always been so jazz. She's always been with gays. Yeah. Always been cool as shit. She sounds Barbie. She's mega (laughs) astronaut, (laughs) chemist, Barbie. She's brats. She built the Barbie dream house. (laughs) She is brats. But for me, she always kind of opened this dialogue with me in very small snippets throughout my life of like, I think I'm reading into something you as my son you're kind of giving me fagatron <laughs> she was like I'm not gonna ask I like, love she, fagatron she that was like, one I'm, I'm stealing <laughs> like she was for like, sure she never asked per se but she opened some one-liners that were kind of like well like if you want to experiment and go through that feel free yeah. Then she would turn to my brother and be like I need you to fucking wear a condom because you're not getting a girl pregnant for shit. <laughs> so then I saw this dichotomy of like her definitely knowing my brother was straight as shit and kind of having this other side for me. So when it came time to, when I was 18 years old, oh, I Oh, you waited to all the way to 18. I made it all the way to 18. Little wow. did she know how important
1: a con would be to you too.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> very, very true. And I will stand that, you know, until you're in a relationship that's right. But yeah, it, it opened this world for me where I felt super comfortable with my immediate family to come out at 18 the choice to come out at 18 was really driven by YouTube. I do think my space was safe to be able to come out before then. Something about YouTube and seeing influencers and the only touches of like gay peers that I had were on the internet. And they kind of advised me like, wait till you're out of high school, wait till you're done with those dumbass peers who could bully you. So I kind of took that as an instruction guide and literally the day after graduation, I was like, so, i'm bringing you home a pint of ice cream because i used to work at brewsters and, Tea, I'm, and I'm gay not
2: brewsters Aww. so like
0: here is um raspberry chocolate truffle congratulations and then i'm homo <laughs> so <laughs> that's um, great how do you feel about that mix that and
2: is like, such a beautiful story your mom's like well thanks for the ice cream didn't need no, it <laughs>
0: absolutely and it, her first line out of it was uh, well i always knew but can i make one request and i was like go for it and she's like i do want grandchildren
2: I feel like that's every mom and says i don't that.
0: you know i don't know if you ever felt that pressure when you were living your straight life but for <laughs> me i i naturally want kids you know i don't even see it as a pressure but i think it was a really cute request that is a cute request it's a hard one though you know because it's it is especially hard especially in the gay world yeah
1: i mean that is something that we definitely still have to overcome in this country is the bias against adoption um in you know by gay men of children
2: i will say um, a lot of gay men though don't want to have kids you'd be surprised like that's fine that that's a struggle for me in dating like i don't want to waste my time dating someone who does not want
0: kids so you want kids too yes
2: and people think it is sober and i say that they're like but like you have so much life to live and so much you could do i'm like and i
0: want a kid oh i think such a fulfilling part of life is raising a child Same. And i only know that as a bystander obviously but for me i can't imagine being at an age where i am retired and I really don't have friends. a family or a unit that I can call mine, give advice to, console to. For me, I think a huge fulfillment of mine is being a daddy. Okay, and daddy. I want to continue that. On. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I live for that. No, I want three daughters. Helmut already knows this I story. Do. I want three beautiful daughters to have all their names picked out. Even if I'm One single. Barbie.
1: I, I love um, One being Barbie. I heard the that. The <laughs> experience for people who choose not to have children, that experience, right? Like, I do never step on it. And I feel like it's something I always am very sensitive to because I have kids um, and I don't want to either people who wanted them it couldn't right or didn't even dream of it cuz they just felt like it was out mm-hmm, of the question mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but i am everyone knows i'm a huge promoter of marriage and a huge promoter of children only because i think that coupling has a lot of huge benefits when it's the right person not the wrong person that's why i'm single i haven't met the right person you got to meet the right person right mm-hmm. um and then i think with children
2: you got to have the right kids. Well, no, children, be prepared to invest. (laughs) Be
1: prepared to sacrifice. Be prepared to give up so that you can get something else. So I just love that younger gay men are saying, putting that in the universe.
0: I love it when people just know what they want and they follow that. So like for me and Dante, I wouldn't trust that we would be good parental figures because it's a want of ours. Uh uh I know many uh people who don't want to have kids for shit and I'm like, stick to that because I don't want you accidentally getting pregnant and raising yeah, a child. No, for sure. That child that's that's, go through so it. if you don't want a kid, that's don't great. It. <laughs> I'm not even going to promote, gonna promote <laughs> kids on you. I'm not going to promote Agreed. marriage on you. Agreed. I'm in this zone where if we get people what they want, they will thrive with it.
2: Question. So yep. when you date... And when you want to date people, is that a question you ask? Because it's a question I ask, and people think I'm crazy for asking. Oh, I it.
0: think that's
1: for you. That's no, for that's for, no, that's for that's for you. Hamut you
2: know, has kids.
1: Yeah, that's another question. Well, I, and for me, it's more like it, I'm an automatic filter. If you are not down to hang out with kids, you're not going to date you, you me. You know what? That's very true. Yeah, that's that's our. Right. And trust uh, me, I've definitely had jarring moments where people have been like, "Oh, you got kids," and walked away like straight from the conversation. Away. No, no. But Very did, much but, so. But did you sit there and you were like, Well, that saved my ass some time. Oh yeah. That's yes, right. for came, for sure. The first like, or second time it happened, <laughs> I was like, oh. Shit. We like You can and let then, me down easy. Yeah, baby. then I was Jesus like, Oh, you know Christ. what?
0: Not everyone's for everyone. So I think for me that is a conversation I have definitely not too early on though. And then let's be honest, like Dante, I don't know, with you, I get a vibe very early kid on
2: vibe, a kid vibe
0: a kid vibe or just kind of like a monogamy vibe how how much do they draw towards tradition in certain true, but you
2: don't have to be monogamous to have kids
0: true this is true true. Is true everything you're about to say is very true I think for me it doesn't become an explicit question until I really see a future with you
2: really I ask it on like the second first or second oh. date. I just like, I, I want to know. I don't want to like, because I feel like sometimes we warp our minds around fantasies and we'll compromise things we really like for the sake of liking someone. So if it's, I've decided I like this person, I'm going to ask if you want to have kids and you say no, then I'm what, hurt? Or then I'm like, well, fuck it. I don't want him anymore either. No,
1: yeah, you just I will say this, time. though, that it develops. Like I was thinking about like advice I would give my daughters. I would never have my daughters be like, "Do you want kids?" Like on the first second date, that would be so off putting. Like guys would be like, "What the hell?" Why? Have a, they right? have you much, know what? But
2: they have a much bigger dating pool. I, have, I can only date seven percent of the population at most, and then within that seven percent, how many will I be attracted to? And out of that, how am I going to be attracted to me? A lot but, of but they might. But they might come
1: the to they may come to a different conclusion about children because of you. Very I'm not
2: true. trying to convince. I don't want to go on that journey with you. But That's fair.
0: Do, That's do you, fair, you also I not think that brings such a serious tone on a so first, second, third? I'm an intense
2: person to date.
0: Oh well. You know what? That's so true. And I'm an intense friend. I can't friend. even back from that. I'm
2: an intense friend, and like I'm an intense person to date. That's just I have intense energy.
0: I'm I nothing about say myself. About myself, actually. So like, I will tell you, if you sure
2: can't handle can't. an intense first but, date, then we shouldn't be together. But take
1: any strength. I think it's one of your strengths, and I would say that I carry it too. But I am older than you by like 20 more years. Wow. <laughs> I think that. I think any strength, any strength you have <laughs> and you turn it up is your weakness, period. Every strength we have, you turn it up Wait, it's your you weakness. you need to double click into that for me. I, so, like, think about it. Like, if I am a passionate person, mm-hmm. which I'm a passionate person. Very. If I'm too passionate, I'm overbearing, I'm rude, An extremist. I'm extreme. So you have to, like, know that about yourself and then you gotta, like, just be aware, like, you gotta hold the passion bar down here with someone that's not on that same Level because you will not be effective.
2: So for me, it's more of like a red flag kind of thing. Like it's like I this is like I don't have any business. You know, at this point, like if you want, I want to have kids in the next five or six years, right?
0: Jesus Christ! So
2: like at this point in our lives, that I'm right here. That requires important planning. So like if you know you don't want that in the next five or six years, then why am I wasting time on several dates with you? No,
0: definitely don't want you to waste time. Yeah, I'm just talking about like the beginning stages of a. one through three date? Yeah. It's just yes. intense for one through three No, it's, it's not,
2: like, it's a simple co- do you want to have kids one day.
0: Dial. <laughs> dial. I'm you not, just, not
2: you, I mean, like, oh, first just, or third. It's, it's just a- two
1: opinions just two opinions about your dial. You cannot listen to it, but we're just saying turn it down a little. That's it. No. Okay.
2: That's the way I date. Yeah, right.
1: double
0: click into that shit.
1: But that's why I'm
2: You're single too because a lot of the guys I meet, they don't want kids and that's why I don't go on dates with them anymore. I'm like, well, that was, we can go have some sex but that's about it.
0: And that's a good filter for you. Yes. So you want no, a one.
2: I do. And I'll find, and maybe I won't find Mr. Red. I'm still going to have no, my kids. No, I think
1: you will. I think you just, it's, I love that you are so open about your process and just, you are who you are, which I really love.
2: Unapologetically, it, it says it on my Instagram bio.
0: Indeed. It got dark in here, yeah. bitch. It, it, <laughs> oh it's my just, god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or videos <laughs> responding,
1: <sighs> and uh, Dante's freaking out because he's in the shadows for a second, and then never good for him or us. Um, <laughs> so let me let me ask you this. Um, we we wanted to talk a little bit about how stepping out, we, we actually kind of already started down this expectations. You know, gay men may expect to never have kids and some of us expect to maybe have them. Um, Jake, I thought one of the things that was interesting about you is that you are a person who doesn't engage in the use of alcohol or drugs. And that's a whole, it feels like a whole movement. I like to understand a little bit more about what that is for you, what drives it and how is it being a member of the community and having that
0: difference you know it i just found out that it was a movement in air quotes from bennett yesterday yeah so for me i didn't even know that so a little background i've actually been sober my entire life and that really came from a world of like childhood experiences that i didn't want to see probably shouldn't have seen could be laced with some trauma Made some decisions for myself at a really young age where sobriety was the best, healthiest track I could take, and I sure did do that. And it's something I even benefit from today. But when it comes to being an outlier, especially in the gay community, that's where I see those flares become difficult, right? So when we talk about this level, especially in the gay community, of like this keeping up with the Joneses, right? Mm -hmm. So much drug use and alcohol use is involved in that. And here I am like chilling in the corner like, y'all live it up, go have fun. And Dante's well aware of this because he's seen me as an involved member of the gay community. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm still gay. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'm in the culture in a way, but I exclude myself just from certain behaviors.
3: Good night, mate. They call me Kira, which is good because that's my name.
0: And I'm Sunny.
3: Come see Xanadu at Outfront Theatre Company.
0: Running now until November 14th.
3: Outfront Theatre Company is Georgia's premier LGBTQIA theatre and tells stories to strengthen and celebrate the LGBTQIA community.
0: And they're located right in the heart of West Midtown.
3: The Tony Award-nominated, hilarious roller-skating musical Xanadu follows the journey of a magical and beautiful Greek muse, Kira. That's me, who descends from the heavens of Mount Olympus to Venice Beach, California in 1980.
0: On a quest to inspire a struggling artist, that's me, to achieve the greatest artistic creation of all time, the first roller disco.
3: You won't want to miss this fabulous world full of glitter, skates, and mirror balls galore that is Xanadu!
0: Tickets are on sale now at www.outfronttheater.com.
3: That's www.outfronttheatre.com now, now that I'm here,
0: now that you're, here, now that you're near, in Xanadu don't miss Xanadu at Outfront Theater Company.
3: We'll see you then, mate.
1: So, how does that play out? Like, so let's say, like, you know, all your, your dolls are like, hey, let's go hang out at the, the bar. Yeah. Right. You're like, Bye. hey, I'll go, Barbie but here. I'll be like, you know, Barbie gonna be in the corner, <laughs> or
0: are you like, no, I'm gonna pass this one. I'll see you in the park. I think it's the a little next bit of both. Oh, wait, wait, I actually want to throw this to Dante because you've experienced that a lot with me. You know, I'm definitely not Barbie in the corner. Okay, so what? I would
2: say this, and it's one thing like, I can appreciate about him, and not just say like any like if you're if you're sober, like don't feel forced to be in these kind of situations, but he does a really good job of just like hanging out. He's not like being weird like a creep in the corner just looking at everyone having fun like he's in the mix he's dancing socializing yeah he sweats like the rest of us like he has I a good time sweat
0: is the right word yeah like yeah. we
2: were like circuit party pride weekend he was I mean, with many, us
0: you've seen me at shaka Khan yeah multiple times yeah you know? well no it's funny because i have taken
1: on the habit now of i will get a sparkling water Love right so just because i'm like i do not need a drink too much, and so it is. It's interesting because you are, parks. you're at a different level. Everybody else is that level, whatever,
0: and you're st- you're still having fun. You're just not at that level. You know, one thing else. I can say that I think helps a ton is I'm such an extroverted person. If I was any other way, well, uh, yeah, I am it T-J. wouldn't be your team. Yeah. <laughs> if my Myers Briggs <laughs> started with an I, I think it would be. What is good. your Myers Briggs? My Myers Briggs is ENFJ.
2: Shut the fuck up. I'm, my- I'm the same what's as Obama. D- what, what's, your, what's, your, your fifth, like, what's your fifth letter?
0: oh I don't know fifth letter I
2: don't really know my phone I'm an ENFJ but I'm also ENFJ shut P. yes this
0: is crazy okay I do not I do not meet many ENFJs and yeah Copy know- copies yeah. on the podcast here <laughs> like what am I gonna do with and this and they shit? love it and they love it eat um, it up honey but I'm also like such a fan of music and such a dancer so for me it's kind of like a perfect remedy and I can fake it fraudulence Jones here I can fake it for a while you
1: know what it's funny though I, I don't know if that's not true for lots of people meaning I don't mean that take away from The Jake Jones uh, reality But I think there's a lot of people that kind of have this Induced like hey okay I'm going to go Use alcohol in a setting but I was Actually reflecting on my own youth Like I didn't really partake in alcohol Until I was like 33 like truly And my daughter I've noticed she'll go out and she could It's this energy about youth and there's this kind of Like I'm going to have fun and I love the music And like we kind of introduce People to this other Experience Yeah, there's a lot of beauty And sort of an un and substance you know altered experience
2: i have an interesting take on alcohol and drug use um because of like partly because of like my upbringing not that like i had any kind of direct well i guess there was some trauma related to drug use but i don't know like i have relatives who have drug and alcohol problems i've seen how it can ruin someone's life when i was in high school i dealt a lot with um I was on the board of directors for a nonprofit that focused on underage substance abuse prevention work in Gwinnett County in the state of Georgia. So I had the wherewithal to know, like, what's good, what's bad, da 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 But then, like, you come into this gay world and you're like, it's everywhere. So everything it's, flies. Yes, yeah, like, no, literally everything flies. And the level of acceptance flies. and
0: positivity for and it. And accessibility of it, it. It was hard for me at first. When I first saw it and everybody was like, yes, try that drug and, and, it's then, do so it, accessible. and then do it 14 times over. That was hard for me in the beginning. And I had to become open-minded to it because I have peers that I adore that are fully involved in this culture. And don't get me wrong, it's a double-edged sword, and I think Dante can speak to that. But there's also this freedom of of experience. And freedom of experience is freedom of expression, which goes hand-in-hand in in the gay and queer world. So I have to be fully honest with you. That was so difficult for me. Because coming from a place where I grew up with... Loved ones that really mistreated me for such a long time because of their substance abuse and not because of who they really were. You saw the
1: the bad side. I of saw. Yeah. I
0: saw a very dark side. So like this entire experience, even very recent, has been an eye opening moment for me that it does not always have to be laced with a bad undertone. Because
2: it's weird. Because like cocaine for me has always been like a crackhead, strung out, can't. Yeah. But then you like oh we're at a bar and everyone here is just like living their best life and then they're doing like lines in the bathroom. I'm like so this is weird because that's not been my experience seeing this drug use.
0: The one thing that is continuously hard on me is the priority that gays put on it. Yes, It's almost like it's a leading priority over anything else. Mm-hmm. So I think there's also
1: a um, so I love the I, I had a huge anti-use of any sort of substance until I was 38 years old which is quite you know old. That's recent. Um, but it is yeah, I was I basically, yeah, that was not that was that like was six, years six years ago, three, yeah. six years ago. <laughs> and I tried I tried substances, but for me they were like a learning thing. Like what am I gonna get from this? Yeah. Right. And what I did find though, which is scary, is that there's a loop of escapism that you can generate with a substance. Mm-hmm. Alcohol is that way, coffee is that way like you're escaping from the sleep that you need. You just pop a little coffee and you're good to go. (laughs) Um, and and, you know, we don't think of all these stuff, whatever, you know, a little espresso shot here and there, um, or or a Red Bull. Um, but there is a lot of escapism that happens and there's a lot of altering reality. Mm -hmm. And I do think as much as it's like a, Hey cute, some people enjoy it and it's nice. But I do think that there are a lot more people that engage in it and they are running right from reality, period. That's just what it is. You're not in your, you're not in, now some people need it because it's a medicative thing. They're actually dealing with some other issue, their bipolar issue, their um, depression issue, their anxiety issue. But I think the layers of depression, anxiety that come with the substance use is often not talked about. I think people do it out of pressure, do it out of expectation, do it out of a need to belong. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, hey, if I do this, everyone else that's hot and cute is doing this. I'm going to do it too because I want to be like them and I want so badly to belong because I've never belonged in my life. I
2: I feel like that's how it starts. That's not why it continues. I feel like it becomes perpetuated because your body begins to have a chemical reliance dependency. on it and I think that's the thing people ignore they think it's just like especially people who don't do it they think it's just this like sex drug and rock and roll for appearance but it's like no they're
0: addicted to that but I'll also argue that it is the culture of being gay like the amount of time it carries on for the gay world versus oh, the hetero yes. world is astronomical but it's also I mean, too
2: the, the the tracks of lifestyles are different like we're not we don't have this urge to settle down we don't have this urge to couple off and break off and move out of like like our lives don't have that cutoff that they have
1: yeah my only my only like last thought on this one at least from my perspective is that i have noticed though that some of my most creative productive moments are the moments when i didn't have any use at all like I think back to all that time that I spent then building this and this in my career or building, the, like there's a lot there. The self-discovery that came through the use of sub-substances was very beneficial, right? It's just knowing like, it's like, all things in moderation, where it's like, okay, cool.
2: Not all things, some things yeah, in moderation. Yeah, some
1: things never. Some things never. I mean, the reality is, like, think of something like cocaine. Cocaine <laughs> often develops into a crystal meth addiction because it's actually cheaper and it's often Method easy in to moderation. find. I mean,
2: <laughs> it was very much giving meth in moderation. Is no, fine.
1: meth never. Um, I've seen so many lives destroyed. That, that pandemic is going on in the gay community and it's also going on in straight poor communities. Girl, the, yeah, the, the meth. American. the
2: meth is a uh, outrage right now there's meth everywhere for everyone and it's too accessible and there's not enough being done to stop it
1: and i have a lot of of mercy and love towards people that are caught in that because it's so vicious i would never want a gay to feel like i judge them or a human to feel like i judge them for it i think it's a very it's scary and i wish people would be less um would you call it less hateful or less, you know, like less stigma because I would want someone to just say, hey, this is my challenge, you know, and then let's talk about that reality. I think for
2: some people, it's hard for like some people, it's hard for them to find sympathy because it's choice. Like most things in life are choice driven. So it's hard for them to find sympathy. It's almost like when someone doesn't get vaccinated and gets COVID.
0: A thousand percent. The empathy in that is so difficult. It's a double-edged sword. And you can argue about that all the time. And <laughs> yeah. it's something I thought about a ton. But I also think this extreme world of us saying OD after OD is causing this movement that you speak to or that was brought up yesterday. of yeah. like This sobriety movement. He made me mm-hmm. even Google it. And I don't know why it's a movement, but I'm telling you the trend in the people I meet over and over whether it's something I tell them, and I'm not outward about my sobriety often. You're not. I didn't, didn't I, drink
2: for a long time. Yeah, but I think when I, I am. I tried to buy you a shot, and I found out. That's exactly what it was. <laughs>
0: but when I am, I swear one or two people will be like, wow, I really respect Mad that. respect. And yeah, or yeah, I they'll be like, you need to meet my friend, or I'm meeting more people. I mean, for instance, like me and my roommates, we're all sober. That's kind of a rare thing. Really? Your thing. roommates are sober? I don't know your roommates yeah, are sober. Yeah. So yeah, my roommates, my roommates are sober. You guys and are so are, Barbie. We are so, <laughs> I mean, that's if you make sob- sobriety Barbie, which I do, but not everybody sees it that way, but it is super Barbie and we're, we're a household that gets down, you know, yeah. we're extreme extroverts. So like when it comes to the sobriety movement, yeah, we're all for it, but it's got to be the right choice for you because I never want my sobriety to be this POV of me looking down upon anybody else. Mm -hmm. I had to fight Mm -hmm. that for years. If I'm sober at a party, so many people will look at me and just be like, Hey, I hope you don't judge me on this. And I'm like, I let that go years ago. Yeah. I love it.
1: So it's, it's a standout perspective. It's almost similar to the, Hey, I want children. we have this, you know, I don't, um, I don't need to use substances to have a good time. And I think these these concepts, we need to celebrate them more um, in our community because although they are, I'm gonna call them fringes, right? They are not necessarily the common thought. I think we are big enough inside our community to accept these other perspectives. And also question, just because we're doing certain things that have been staple to the gay community's birth doesn't mean they need to be staple to the community's growth. like the 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 use of drugs the 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 avoidance of children um whatever these are just i don't know if
2: that helped birth the community though i think those are things that were not allowed to us like i think they sought out drugs because of where they were pushed to like the french society we weren't allowed to have kids because our marriages were not recognized what i'm
1: saying is those are part of the birth process i don't
2: think think that's of the birth process i think that's what happened upon us
1: i'm not saying i'm just saying that's what has happened there is this high association when you come into cities of of substance use, that is something that has happened, and that's global. Like I could go, I could literally be in Tel Aviv mm-hmm. with the gays right there, I, and they're like.
2: But I will say, know. for me, yeah, I, I don't certainly. hold the gay community accountable for some of those things because those are like experiences that you are kind of forced, that are forced upon right. you.
1: That's fine to say. Looking at the past, that's someone else's fault. Future, I'm not looking
2: at the past. I'm talking about like we're li- we're vestiges of what was done. Like most people don't want to have kids now because of what they've been through or what was put upon and them. And that's
1: fine. I'm saying the vestiges of the past don't have to be. What we choose for ourselves in the future. That's all I'm saying. But I'm
2: saying these choices are influences. Like they're, they're influenced by those things. Right. And all like those whether, things. Whether, like whether we want to admit to it or not. It's like why black people still live in a ghetto. It's not by choice. It's because of reasons that I were put understand. upon them and not that they can't get out of the ghetto.
1: Right. They just both exist. At so oppressive type.
0: traits. Yeah. As like it's just, it?
2: like, you know what I mean? It's not like these people choose to have these things that Absolutely. are negative. It's like we live in a world that, like, the society was built around putting them in these positions and it's. It's more than just telling someone, like, oh, we want to be better. No one wants to be in a bad place.
1: No, no, I get that. I guess I'm just saying, even for my own self, I can say, hey, I experienced some of these things because they are part of the experience Mm -hmm. that was in front of me, whether that is grinder, whether that is Mm -hmm. drugs, whether like you name those things. And I have gone down the, the slippery and dark slopes of some of those things. Fine. But whether or not I choose them going forward is a helmet decision. You're which
2: still a lot more driven than a lot I, of people. It doesn't matter.
1: It's a Helmut decision. It is an individual's decision as to whether or not they're going to go down the path
0: society tells them, or they're going to make their but own choice. But not everyone is that headstrong. It, but but, but it doesn't matter. You you're talking choice. to empathy based on like people who get into drug addiction. Not, not my. Could, I said people. Oh.
2: Not f- my own. I will
1: still have. I, listen. I still have love for someone who's caught in it, right? But at the end of the day, that an individual is still responsible for themselves. There's no one else can be responsible for the individual but the individual. Mm. Period. I don't,
2: not if not if the individual was put into these positions. Like I don't know. It's almost like you domesticate animals to get mad when they tear up your fucking so, house. So what would it's you still do? A wild dog. So I mean, you're
0: just talking about products of your environment. Yes, and I think that you're yeah. saying the same exact thing. It's yeah. just like this willingness to have the drive to get and out I'm of that. D- and I'm
2: just saying not everyone is that. Like not everyone is built to oh, have absolutely that kind not. of, cause like I and know has always I shown am that. not going to be the person to be complacent, but not everyone has the mental wherewithal to think that way or to do things that put them in those different places. Which
1: is why then you have to basically have people that lead others. Yes. Right. Now and I think that's, that is more important. And that's where standing up and saying, hey, I'm going to be sober or hey, I'm going to be a young man who wants children. That's leading because what's going to happen is You're gonna live your life. There's gonna be certain fruit from the life of Jake Jones. And Barbie Fruit. People will see that fruit Fruit and they'll be like, Oh my gosh, that's a life well led. I wanna be like you. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Yeah. even if it's not leadership, it's just being out there and being it well known. So anybody else who feels a similar way can gravitate towards it. Yeah. Right? But like here's here's my voice being heard right now. Right. And here's a perspective that not many young gays, maybe our age, maybe younger, I I really can't name anybody else outside of my roommate, right? So that I guess it can be called leadership, but I think it's just exposure, proper exposure.
1: It's true because there's not it's not like it's uh like not yeah, well, it's but, I it, mean, but it is it is leading it's think about it, culturally it is influencing culture in a way that our current culture is not operating.
0: That's true. true. That's very true. true. Then I'll wear that title any day of the week.
1: <laughs> Lord Jesus. But I
0: want to speak to product of your environment really quick. Because it's hard to step outside of it, yes, but it's these levels of exposure that I think so many people opt into being a product of your environment, aka keeping up with the Joneses, just for the convenience of it. Mm -hmm. So in the gay world, there's a lot of maybe culture that has a lot of fortitude and something dark and complacent. And a lot of people will just be like, oh, I actually don't see any other window that's available, So I'll actually press yes to that because mm-hmm. I'm not given the red or green pill in the matrix. Yep. So I'm just going to swallow the Tylenol. They go into it because they don't see any other option. Mm-hmm. Well, and here we are a... as the gaily dose giving these people exposure. Right? No, exactly. Right? And that's the whole thing is you really do
1: in our modern culture, the individual can control their destiny as much as they can. I get it. There's limits of education. There's limits of exposure. There's limits of you accessibility. Know, accessibility. Yes. I think what's, I think I guess as I look at my own life, and I kind of realize I have these aha moments where I'm like, Oh, I don't have to be this. I remember like my meme, I was I loved messy meme memes all the time on Instagram, right? Like messes do this, and I was like laughing. Some of them on the gate.
2: What's a messy? Like meme? A hot
1: mess. express. Yeah, hot mess express, and just things that I was like, ha ha ha. And the reason I loved them so my much is because they also <laughs> were like me. They also were like me. Yeah. And my identity and what I was exposing myself were together. Well, then when I started going like, why am I watching? I'm tired of being messy. Well, part of that journey <laughs> No gay ever has said that. But, oh, absolutely. That I, funny. Oh, <laughs> so, um, so, but I was like, why are you ingesting this material yeah. on a regular basis that is literally completely, um, enforcing an identity that you do not want to know any longer associate with yourself, stop that habit. And you'll stop the enforcement of an identity that you no longer want. And we don't think of it that way, but we have all this media that we can
0: put in, all these voices. We choose which channels come in at the end of the day. So true. But do you ever subconsciously think that we like to play with an identity that we know we don't like about ourselves? Yes, yes. that is very true. Is, are yes. there yes. certain Yassity. things we don't like about ourselves that we're complacent with because we actually subconsciously like kind of It's called curiosity Right because I can tell you Sometimes I know I am a complete asshole And I know that's not good And I know I want to be like humble And have humility But there's so much in me that's like I love looking like an asshole <laughs> Beating a bitch down with my words, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering if part of you loved being a little hot mess. There was part of oh, for sure at and the like, time. Being but like I was so crazy back then. I, I was, did.
1: I was, but I realized that for the, my longer term goals, Jesus. my longer term goals, that wasn't going to be aligned to you, what I
2: wanted. Couldn't be a hot about, mess forever. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. We all have these little like parts. This similar. just
0: tells me so much about you. I love that. oh get yeah, ready there's So much more to learn mess. about this one.
2: <laughs> this one's been like a Pandora's box of craziness, but wisdom. Oh, all
1: at the same girl, time girl. over the past year. Hey Helmut, where do you get your prep? At my local pharmacist. Really? Have you heard of AAF pharmacy? They are not for profit. Uh, those pharmacies exist? <laughs> I know more than you. 96% of all of their profits go to help those in need. Wow, 96%. Yep, and they deliver free to your home for all your drug needs. They even staff HIV specialists. It's a full-service pharmacy. Ooh, I like full service. How do I learn more? <laughs> Look them up at ahfcheshirebridge.com. ahfcheshirebridge.com. I said what I said. Ooh. <laughs> So one last topic I know that we talked about before I let Dante wrap us with a fun question at the end. We talked a little bit about circuits and circuits. Um, <laughs> circuit parties, circuit parties, circuit parties and um, and kind of young opinion that you kind of did a little like poll of some friends over circuit party weekend. And I was curious if you could share that and talk a little bit about that aspect
0: you mean like the conversation I had with people about like do you really enjoy this right yeah I mean for me I think this was one of my first circuit parties in years the one one we went together yeah that was I'm about to (laughs) (laughs) you're about to hear it for sure but I asked a few people I mean such as my best friend who Dante knows and then a few others and I'm like is there an aspect you really love about this and they're like no I think it's just about being out being seen because let's be honest these circuit parties we wear nothing Myself included. Um, they're on drugs to experience what music. Because I'll be the first to raise my hand and say, circuit music is what music? Does anybody want to? Anybody want to? No. Mean?
2: I have I have. to It's just to me, to circuit rebuttal.
0: music is not a real music to get down to. But when you're under the influence, I'm sure it's lit as can be. But my overall survey basically said, I don't think any one of the friends that responded really enjoyed being there. But it was all about being seen being heard and being a part of the gay community in the most risque way because let's be honest there's like this narcissistic side of us that all wants to be seen wants to be heard especially us testosterone driven men we want to feel sexual we would sometimes want to feel sexualized right so for me i'm like okay then that's driving us and why don't we just say that then why don't we just hold a huge orgy and then anybody who wants to be there will be there right <laughs> that's taking it to but the extreme instead, people but people every pride they Mama, feel so Mama, like they Mama. need to put on yeah
2: they they do like after no, the circuit know, party I know, I know, <laughs> <I know. laughs> that's <know>. the pregame <laughs> depending on
1: depending on your spice right you may choose that option yeah so. and that's
2: just the pregame they do they do have the big orgy where everyone is invited and you can be can come if you would like
0: but that very well could just be like my group of peers. Right. Yeah. Because I do think there's a genuine aspect that people really do enjoy about this. Otherwise, they wouldn't go.
2: I will speak to why I go because I, did, I was very anti circuit for Tell a it. very long time. Um, and then, randomly, so I went, it happened this way. So, beginning of the year, I went to training for work and I was gone for like seven weeks. had not seen anyone I know. And I was like, I want to have fun. And they were like, We're going to go to Zion this week. And I was like, You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go. And I was like, That was actually so fun. And I felt like I'd been sleeping on this community for so long. But it was like, the music wasn't great. And da 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 -da. But then there was one random weekend that I actually went, and there was a good DJ there. And I was like, and it wasn't your typical like, on like a loop. It was like they were actually mixing music, you could tell. Holy shit. And I had a good time there. And then like Pride Weekend. That circuit party was fun for me because like me, Garrett, and I'm naming people Joe. Me and a few of my friends were on the I don't I don't care. We were on the box dancing and I had like my white wig on. I was having a great time. And like I was giving my full fantasy. So like and there are moments in circuit parties where I really do have fun and that's why I go there to have fun. There are other moments where I'm like, this is uh so it's, like it's, it's like it's pluses and minuses. It's like the same way I feel about any other bar in but midtown. But like that
0: minus is such a minus. Not thing. for me, for you. But like, so when you speak to live in the fantasy, like the party here in Atlanta called Shaka Khan, live. Hate Love. it. Love Hate it. Favorite Love party it. in favorite. Atlanta. Hate Why? It. Why? Me too
2: Something about dancing In a hot parking lot Is just not for me That and church of That earth. and
1: church Vicky Powell Like those to me Are my top two no. things But to tell do. me why
0: Like for me It's the music It's the people It's the music It's,
1: it's, it's more vibey I like that it's a mix Of gay lines. and others I feel like you can be Queer more queer I feel like queer you can shit. Be more femme, if that makes sense. Girl,
2: if you can't be queer at a fucking circuit party.
1: You can, but there's a certain element of, <laughs> it's almost like a tribal mating dance for men where it's like, uh, uh, and there, it's just, there's a whole the level of yes. Yes, a sexualized element to it that's very intense. Um, which, the what people are doing there, you, you do have the people that are totally out of it. Yes. You have people that are uh, are, the of dogs. are there and they're, they've specifically <laughs> taken substances so that they can perform sexually later so for them it is a whole experience that's just about But I do think sex. you can find
2: that in any room. No, no, I agree
1: yeah. you can but it's just it's a part of our culture yeah. that we promote and a huge amount of so just travel everywhere to do it. There are people who live their lives in it and love it and they spend Years in it, years and years yes, and years. Yes. And, now
2: that's the thing that confuses me. Like, and not to sound like I am age same, but when it's no. like fifty-year-old men at circuit parties, I'm like, these drugs are not good for your heart, Mama. Like, this. I, I will say this. Like,
1: as someone who has been older and still has gone out to those those venues, um, part of it's like going through a process. So I have like a friend who's. I'm in not his talking 50s. about you who goes every. Oh, night. I'm I talking do.
2: about the ones who do travel who go every single yeah. weekend. And I
1: think it's where they're at in their in their self-discovery of maybe they they still want to belong and they go to that place to feel like they belong whether that's wise or not that's a conversation i'd love to have i
2: don't think it's ir- irresponsible i just wonder if that's just like is that not hard? like does your like it's like, yeah. after three weeks in a row of doing circle parties my body is done like the pride weekend and my best friend's birthday right after i am mm-hmm. done for a while so when people do that for like the entire like summer from memorial day weekend through november i'm like build i don't different. know how you do
1: it build different we're gonna have to have 20 years 20 years into the game yeah, that can truly. speak to
0: that experience. like 20 years yeah.
2: into the game doing yeah. that every year i couldn't
0: but yeah. here i am be being a hypocrite stones. to every degree because right i'm speaking down on circuit parties in a way even though i'm not trying to but here i am attending them well I and it was the first one i attended in years but i was there i, have yeah. fun I with was seen. the moments that i saw you i wore a you, skimpy outfit it was you know? very skimpy I Tom think that Roman. it's,
1: I think that it's, um, I think that it is something to ask ourselves questions about, right? Yep. I mean, this is not about casting judgment, but it is about Ay, asking bitch. intelligent questions on, you know, Hey, is this what we want for our future? And is this the best place to do it? And is this the right way to raise our gay youth? Is that sort of the model? Cause I will tell you, I know some pretty great gay guys who choose out. Right. And they go and they have a completely different life and they have a different set of experiences. And those memories aren't their memories. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, and I would never say that they have not experienced gay culture and to some degree. Maybe they're looking for gay culture. They wish they could find, yeah. you know, something mm-hmm. that isn't a circuit party.
0: And you never you never know when somebody started their gay experience. I mean, speaking, your POV is crazy, too. I know. <laughs> but like. Even if somebody was out of the closet, let's say they lies. were in a rural area for years and then they're coming in and they're like, wow, this is a culture. Yeah. This is a culture. So. I met
2: someone at Pride Weekend who didn't come out to over like 32 who moved to Atlanta from like South Florida somewhere and they were like, it's crazy, but he like love sucker parties now. Yeah. So I'm and there
1: and there are there are people that I know in this community that love that engagement. They look forward to it. They they're excited to plan their trip to Dallas to meet all their friends to go out and dance, and they love it. And they would actually argue fiercely that it is you know it's such fierce. an important part of mm-hmm. our, our society. So, um, you know, we're three voices. Um, I will say dolls. If you do feel passionate or know someone passionately who feels. Strongly that this is a really good culture. I would love for them to, you know, contact us. That if
2: you know someone yeah. who strongly feels that they are strongly passionate, yeah.
1: I mean, whatever. You know, I'm not always a word smith, yeah. but anyway. she's, she's
2: not scholar Barbie.
0: Yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, can I ask this really quick? Yeah. At what point are you guys burnt out? Because After I'm each I'm here weekend. at 27. And <laughs> after Pride weekend of this year I think in my mind I was like I'm burnt on the sex I'm burnt on the drugs I'm burnt on the circuit how much sex did y'all have that weekend? we don't need to know Um, (laughs) (laughs) well I I didn't I think it all depends I mean no (laughs) no
1: I think, it all, I think it all depends Because like it's like We had this conversation Dante and I did Like for me Sex is something I want to enjoy With a person Yeah So like I'm not Into group things And if I haven't met Someone that I really Connect with That's not happening So a lot of times I don't associate I actually do not Associate circuits For Helmut With sex Because that's not What I'm down for I love the dancing Right Mm-mm. I do I love the it's dancing But I don't like Excessive I don't like Excessive use of substances Period Right And I actually found That i I pretty much am boring. Like Damn. I'm like alcohol, maybe a little weed. Yay, you know, on a rare occasion. And Eddie, anything no, else, Eddie but Ball. very no, because yeah. I don't like I don't like also all the come downs that happen mentally. I think that people aren't yeah, in recognition of the fact there's a lot of other. I mental, haven't surprisingly there's a lot of other mental. I've
2: never outs. had the mental come down. Oh shit! Yeah. Surpri- I, think I, I, think do, I thought I would ticket. be the one that <laughs> would have one. I never. I've I've, I've had the like. The like um what is it like the decreased sex drive and appetite but like i've never had like the sad the sadness like i can smile
0: yeah. Golden ticket.
1: sometimes i feel like i almost <laughs> almost participate to be to, because i feel like you guys are gonna think this is so stupid no we're not but i like still connecting with members of the community that i want to continue relationships with that i feel like i'm like you're in my friend group and i'm mm-hmm. gonna go because this is important to you yes. guys and i still want to i still want to with you so I'm going to go, but it's not... I'm actually not here. Like, that's me at Pride this year. That I went, me. and it was me to just be... With I my will family. say was this, though. So when, t-
2: when you were talking 100%. about your Pride weekend, you sounded like... It didn't sound enthusiastic. It didn't sound like you were doing stuff you wanted to. It sounded like you were obligated to do things.
0: Well, no, I think that's such a great point. Like, doing things out of love, right? Like, I was there. I was present. Yeah. I continue to go out because I love my friends and I want to be with them. They may choose... To go out, yeah, and I'm like, I want to fuck with them, so I guess I'm gonna be out. I got do my own. i got to call it quits. At I know. Oh, I did, no. and I was
1: like, bye. I know, you know exactly I
2: what I wanted to do. Pride weekend, I did that, and not all my friends with me at each event I went to.
1: But and there's, I will tell you this too. Though, I do know there that. is an aspect. Of, not at
2: show up to all the events they went to because I was I do home know recovering. That. <laughs>
1: For the gayly dose though, there was an aspect of work to that weekend because the reality is, is that this is my community. I'm choosing a place of leadership amongst it, so I want to represent and be at those places. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got a great. You know, little shot of Phoenix dancing at the the main the main event party. I went to that specifically to out of mad respect for her for what she does at you know and what she does at circuit. So I was like, hey, I should show up, and be there. And my friends were there, right? I showed up to other events. So it's it's interesting when you take a role on this side of of the queer community, how these different events change, and you start to ask yourself. Why are they here, and what are we doing in the community with this event? And why
2: are they getting so expensive?
1: Yeah, it's just, it's just
2: interesting <laughs> things I ask.
0: But yeah. bump.
2: all right. So before we wrap this thing out, I have one last question for you, Miss Jake Barbie Jones.
0: Jake Barbie Jones. I'm um,
2: Junetee yeah. Jones. You LOL. can add fraudulent in there
0: anytime you want. <laughs> Jake right.
2: Barbie fraudulent Jones. Um, <laughs> what is your wish for the gay community going forward?
0: You know. I think for me, I'm really in love with the progress that's happened, I would say, over the past 10 years. So I think for me, keeping on with this progress is a huge wish of mine. But when we keep speaking to, like, the youth of the gays, the youth of the LGBTQ community, I really hope we get to a point where that progression leads to lack of resentment of the world that was given to us. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know when I first came out and my gay experience there was a subconscious level of resentment I had for the levels of oppression that I experienced. So for me, that is my ongoing wish is that this progress is, is ongoing for not only the U S but all across the world. And I hope that resentment is never at the hearts of the little baby gays little mac nuggets and tater tots growing up Did you right say now fag nuggets? no 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 little, oh, little, tater tot, little spicy mac nuggets oh. but we can call them little well, fag little nuggets. fag nuggets <laughs> i think that's so cute i'm gonna yeah so many words today yeah
1: fag nuggets what was the other one fagalicious or fagatron fagatron Fagatron, fag-a-tron. and fag nuggets
0: to create an encyclopedia for this yes yeah. we
1: were actually talking dolls before the episode about how much we actually both love the word fag yeah And it's use... um...
2: Fagalicious. Fagatron. Fag nugget. Fagatist. I want to be a fag tender.
0: Faggist. Fag dad. (laughs) Faggist. Anyways. There's there's almost like no way to have the gay lisp when you say faggist. 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 You got us a little call to Kiki.
2: Um, I'll let you do this one. All right.
1: Dolls, I say from a call to Kiki perspective, I would like you to think about the things in your own self that you feel like are different or against the tide in the gay community. Um, and talk to a fellow doll about it. Um, just, you know, think, do some inventory. Think about one or two things that you're doing that are like different i love this <laughs> <laughs> um he's like uh jake's like on the I'm mic mocking, like yeah. mocking me um but i think that's an important thing to do it's a it's a moment of self-discovery but the part about this call to Kiki is sharing it with someone makes it real i feel like if you just like keep that in your little head and you're like oh i really do like head it's as much as I say you're not gonna do shit about it if you actually talk to someone about it mm-hmm. and make that connection real that's the whole reason the call to kiki is about connecting with another doll then you will actually talk about it think about it elicit more things that might lead you to act and the whole point is you you need to act out of that center that you are or you aren't going to become the person the little unique unicorn you need to be um, so listening to that inner voice and sharing it with your dolls is going to be the best
0: way to get there. And that's Barbie. And Period. that's all, and that's on And that's Onique. <laughs> <that's all> <laughs> we uh, want to thank you, Jake, for joining no, us. No, thank you. This I've had a great time. Delightful. It was truly Akiki with it, the dolls.
2: It's with the dolls. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And dolls, oh, we thank uh, you so much for having you're me. You're so welcome. Um, dolls, we remind you: once you learn to love yourself,
3: we need you to learn to love everyone else. Cheerio. Man. Au
2: revoir.
3: Adios.